Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur Podcast, where mindset and marketing meet purpose, passion, and profits. I'm Bob Baker, and if you're a creative entrepreneur or someone who runs a heart-centered business, you're in the right place. To get a free collection of sample chapters from my books and audiobooks, just pay a quick visit to promoteyourcreativity.com. That's promoteyourcreativity.com. Now, enjoy the episode. Hi, it's Bob here, and welcome to a special edition of the podcast. On this one, I'm going to do away with the usual theme music and plugs to subscribe and all that stuff and just deal with the issue at hand. So I'm recording this on a Monday, the day after what I think is the worst or the largest uh, mass shooting in U.S. history. Very sad day. A lot of people are understandably upset and horrified. So I wanted to take this opportunity to address an issue that I'm sure is on the minds of a lot of my readers and listeners, and that is how do we respond to tragedies like this as artists, as musicians, as creative people? Because no matter where you are in your creative career, you probably have a following of some sort. You might have live events. And so what do you communicate with them? How do you address these sad, ever-occurring issues. And so what I'm going to do is read from a blog post that I originally wrote back in 2013, right after the Boston Marathon bombings. And unfortunately, I've had to update it many times over the years as these tragedies seem to be more and more commonplace. But I've never communicated it in uh, audio or video form, and it seemed like as good a time as any. So I'm just going to read from this blog post and see what comes out here. So when tragedy occurs, we are all affected in some manner. We each have different ways of reacting to and coping with disturbing displays of senseless violence. I mean, don't natural disasters like hurricanes and earthquakes wreak enough havoc on our lives? Why would certain individuals be so hard-pressed to ruin the lives of innocent people? So what can we do about it? And as an artist with a fan base to speak to, what can you do about it? You may feel helpless. I mean, should you do anything at all? Only you can answer that. But here are a few options that I encourage you to consider. One, if you're a musician or songwriter, write a song about it. If you're a writer, write a blog post or a poem. If you're a playwright, create a stage play or a short scripted piece. Here's the thing. You're an expressive being. That's why you became an artist. So put that creative sensitivity to good use and channel your confusion and emotions into a song or some other creative offering. The song can be an obvious or not so obvious reference to whatever the current tragedy is. At the same time, a song inspired by such an event doesn't have to be sad or political or only about loss. It can also be about the care and helpfulness on display by the majority, let me stress that, by the majority of people when bad things happen. Human beings have this uncanny ability to rise to the occasion when things go wrong. So choose an aspect of the tragedy that resonates with you and write about it. So doing that alone can be therapeutic for you. I mean, even if you never let anyone else hear or read whatever you created. But if you decide it's worthy of public consumption, share it. 
your song or poem just might touch and help a lot of other people. Two, you can do a fundraising event, if it's appropriate. Think this one through before you commit to it. An event to raise money for a cause should have a purpose and be very focused. With a natural disaster, it makes sense to raise money for widespread general purposes such as the Red Cross. But with an event where humans have inflicted pain on other humans, a more personal touch might be best. If you know a specific person who was injured or whose family is being adversely affected, having an event to raise money to cover their expenses would be a good idea. The more specific and personal, the better. Three, consider how you will address it at your live shows and events. In the week following any particular tragedy, you should think through how and if you will mention it when you perform in public. And if you do bring it up, in what context will that be? Here's my two cents. It's really easy in the aftermath of senseless, unthinkable acts to feel angry. It might seem like a great outlet to vent your frustration by lashing out at whoever did this. You could create solidarity by whipping the crowd into a frenzy of we're-fed-up unity. But is that the best use of your platform? Is anger the response you want to create among your tribe? Is revenge the feeling you want to leave your fans with? I can't answer that for you. Only you can. But another option to consider is focusing on the goodness of people that is on display in horrific situations. Consider the mass of people who usually race to help those in need in any tragic situation. You could use your clout to generate more love and cooperation and less fear and hate. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we should roll over and turn the other cheek. I'm all for tracking down exactly who did it and apprehending or eliminating them. But if I'm not in a position to do that myself, focusing on anger and frustration doesn't do me or anyone any good. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be an advocate for new laws or who you elect to represent you. I'm just saying, how are you going to communicate this through your art? How are you going to speak to your existing fan base? Again, it's your call. But I suggest you take a breath and get clear before expressing your views on tragic events, now and in the future. Because sadly, these things will probably continue to happen. Number four, consider how you will reference the event online, you know, on social media, and by email. The same sentiments I expressed in the previous section apply to your online and electronic communication with your fans. Think about the ultimate message you want to convey and the real feeling you want to leave people with. Is it one of sorrow, grief, or maybe hope, change, love? There's no one right answer here, but thinking it through can make all the difference in the world. I think the main point I want to make here is that when you react or communicate from a place of frustration, anger, you know, heated emotion, it's not always the ideal long-term message that you want to send. So let me sum it up this way. When you're an artist with any amount of a fan base at all, I think you have a responsibility. Your words matter. People care what you think. You have the power to soothe people during tough times and help them get through it. 
So don't take that power lightly. And just give some serious thought to what's the best way to address these things. How can you use your gifts and talents to not only express your own feelings about it, but to impact the lives of the people that your art, that your music touches? That's the main thing I wanted to communicate with you today. So I hope wherever you're listening from today, that you're safe, that you're sound, and that my words might make you feel a little bit better how to process all the stuff that's going on in our world today. As always, I want to thank you for expressing your creativity and sharing your gifts with the world. I'm Bob Baker, saying so long for now.